What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. I got a good one for you today. Like my man Steve Harvey says, uh, in with me in the studio is Kevin Hart. No, it's Mark Norman. Hey, I love this dude. Uh, incredibly funny, incredibly talented, uh, super funny dude. And he's on tour all over the place. Go check him out at marknormancomedy.com. So am I, by the way. Uh, I'm going to be going to uh, Dallas, Atlantic City, Houston, uh, uh, Boston, uh, Nashville. Uh, we're adding dates as we go. Go to andrewsantino.com to look that up. Um, I'm going to be uh, all over the map. andrewsantino.com to get them tickets. Also on the websites where you can get the merch or look in the merch bar down below if you're on YouTube. And if you want the extra content, the solo Cheeto Chats, the solo pods are going to be on the Patreon at patreon.com slash whiskeygingerpodcast. Very fun. And the top tier, we Zoom once a month. I'm having a blast with it. It's an easy way to connect with the fans. But come see me on the road. Check me out. Go to andrewsantino.com for all those dates. Enough rambling. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's Mark Norman, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Norman. Hey, good to be here in the bungalow. Good to be here in the bungalow, baby. Very unassuming I know. Well, we don't want people to know where we shoot this out of, obviously. I like it. And uh, you can tell people what city we're in. Uh, We are in La Crescenta. Oh. La Crescenta, California, just north of Sunland. So come see us. The address, of course, is, give them the address. 3829 Beverly Boulevard. 3829 Beverly Boulevard in La Crescenta, California. Come out and see me. Mark, let's start off the right way. All right. I love you. I know you. You're one of the one of my like favorite comedians to watch. I think oh, you are geez. brilliant. Um, I think you got a great body. You got great hair. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's filling you, in the Propecia. It's filling working. in, baby. Is yeah. it working? Oh, yeah. I think so. Me the too. The dick isn't. No, no, no. Well, the that's, hair is. That's never going to come back. Nah. What happened to the fanga? Who? What happened to your fanga? I got a cat. Scratch me. This. I I really got a Maine Coon. Why did you get a cat? Just so I can say Coon. Yeah. No, I got a Maine Coon. Uh, girlfriend wanted it, and I was against it, and then we got it. Now I'm snuggling with it. I'm brushing it. We have a great time. You like it, though? I love it. It's adorable, because a cat's like a pill head. It just sits there all day and sleeps, and then when you hug it, it's it's awake and... Have you, ever, have you ever had an animal before? Growing up, did you have animals? I had cats, but they were like alley cats that would come and go and give right. me diseases and you know kill mice and then leave again. Outdoor cats. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah. I, uh, my wife had outdoor cats growing up. They had barn cats, which I thought if I was going to have cats, I want those that go kill stuff. Yeah. And, you ha- and then you can go say hi to them because they're, they're a little bit more used to chaos. They're not scared of everybody yes. all the time. And the dog needs a lot. It jumps on you when you walk in. A yep. lot of people like that. I don't want that. No, you don't like that? Don't no, I want the, the chill. I want just like, let's just watch TV. You're up on my ass licking me. It's too much. <laughs> I don't want that. I go get needy gal. All right, I respect that. I like my dog. I think it's, uh, I think getting home and get, look, especially after the road or being gone for a while, when you come home and the dog is like excited to see you, it is really nice to that is feel nice. that to feel the love of like ah something here cares. But you know when you go to that guy's house, his dog's ten feet tall and he's jumping on you, and you're Hate like, Jesus! He's like, oh, he's fine, he's fine. You're like, he's fine. He's clawing me. He's got yeah. paws on me. But then this happened. And then this, yeah. Well, I went in. I went in too, too hard. Too aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. See, it, cats check you down. They do. They do. 
But it's cute because they're they give you the soft bite where you're like, you could bite harder, but you don't because mm-hmm. you're nice. And then it just got too into it. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. My my mom's allergic to cats. Growing up, like people I knew had cats, and every time I'd go to their house, I just never, I never enjoyed them. I just something about them. I couldn't get over that hump of like. Yeah, cats are like blacks. You either love them or hate them. And what if you do both? What if you love and hate them? That's tough. I what don't color know. is your cat? Black. Is that on purpose? Oh yeah, uh, diversity. You gotta. You yeah, gotta. gotta have it in the house. <laughs> Did you win an Oscar last night? I don't know. Did you win? I didn't watch. Is it real? I think it's Zoom now. I, yeah. I, God, Oscars, it's like Halloween. I stopped caring about it. So I don't ever watch the award shows, but I do think they're very funny in the sense of um, what what's, what's turning to happen in the in it's society. Fascinating. And I, I think it's great. I saw a sp- on Twitter, I saw, you know, they throw up like little speech clips on Twitter. On Twitter, my favorite was someone was talking very adamantly about, about like how many black people get killed by the cops every day and it was like very like emotional mm. very and then his partner uh steps up to the mic and he's like we want to thank netflix and <laughs> <laughs> ted sarandos i was I like know. dude the juxtaposition is so funny to be I on know. these social platforms and then be like also we want to thank all the producers yeah, and yeah. everyone that made millions of dollars on it it's just it's I, kooky they can't well, even see it like how can you not see it you're on stage holding a gold gold trophy and a 10 million dollar gown right and you're like it's hard out there things are tough you're like come on there's see, a guy working in a mill it's on it's on, i understand why people want to get use their platform to have a message but it gets diluted when the uh, when the event itself is so disingenuous right like mm. the event is disingenuous if it was an event for a charity i'd be like this is a great time to make a big speech yeah but this thing isn't for charity this is for to tap each other on the back and say you won you're better than everybody else that yeah. does the thing. And six years ago, we were all blowing Harvey. Like, look right. at that guy. He's the <laughs> king. We love him. <laughs> and he was like, thank you. Thank you. That's why Gervais was great at the Globes. When he did that stuff, his monologues were always so fun because all he did was talk, was just like shit on all of them. And they and you watch their faces like they're annoyed that he's doing it at their party. Yeah. You're like, you're, but that's how you know how evil it is because they're like, we thought you were going to be nice. It's like when you do a corporate gig. You know when you do a corporate gig and they're oh, like, yeah. oh, shit on us. Oh, every time I And bomb. then you do, and then they're upset and they're angry at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I had that exact experience, and the guy pulled the mic from me. I, I was walking people. I broke up a couple marriages, and that guy was like, be vicious, and he gave me dirt. He gave me a rap sheet, and I said everything he told me to, and they still hated me, and he fired me. I, I did it for a guy for a venture capital firm in San Francisco, and I didn't want to do it, and he goes, what if I pay you to just teach us how to shit on each other internally mm, at the company. That's interesting. And I was like, uh, okay, I could be down for that. It sounds like a bad true TV show. It was. Yeah. You know, it come was. on in and teach you how to roast. Jamie Kennedy presents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so I so I go up there to San Francisco. It was a nice little baby vacation, truly. And I sat in their office and I just was teaching. I, really, what I did was like I read the the jokes that they had prepared for each other for mm. this dinner, and I was telling them I was like, don't do that, don't do yeah. that, do do that, do do that. And then I helped them out with some of them. But then by the end, he was like, you know, they were so toasted. He was like, get up there and light him up, dude. Say whatever you want. So I did. I mean, I shit on this guy for a good 15 minutes because it was really, really easy. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he was a little upset about it. Come to term, he's uh, he went to jail. This guy was uh, got caught for uh, like embezzling oh, Ponzi boy. and all that shit. So I won. So I ended up winning. So yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm good. I lit him up. <laughs> he deserved all of it. No, but he, but he, but that's the thing is rich guys think they want to be on your level they no, like, let's no, have no. fun and you're like you don't want to have fun no no you don't want to have sensitive. fun yeah you're that's so why sensitive you're, you need to be rich right 
But I picture him in prison doing like pull-ups with tattoos of like whiskey ginger. You know, <laughs> he's thinking about it. When I get out, that fucking ginger is dead. Yeah, <laughs> hey, a little Cape Fear action. But... So last time we chatted up, I we used uh, Louis J. Gomez's jail cell to record this. Oh yeah, the phone booth. Yeah, the phone booth, which is so funny. Those ang- the angles on those things—they're fifty Ooh. feet above your head. It was like CCTV footage, you <laughs> right, know. Right. And I even watched a little bit of it. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable. It's so tight and weird. It was and way tense. too tight. It was this way is too nice. Tight. It's wide open, right? Yeah, like this? I love it here. So now you're touring around LA doing a bunch of different podcasts, but they're all pretty shit in comparison to this one. I mean, Hell you've done yeah. a few. Marin. Bad, bad, Segura. bad. Bad, bad, bad. Bobby Lee. Bad. Stop Asian and, hate. Uh, well, start it. There you go. Start it with him. You can start it. <laughs> I think you can, you're not allowed to hate Asians if you don't know them, but if you know them, like I know him, I can uh-huh. hate him. Good point. He's mine. Yeah. He's my little Asian. Yeah, he's short round. He's my little dumpling. I can say yes. whatever I want because he's my friend. He's your egg roll. You can't do that to others. I understand. You can't hate the outside. The the uh, Are you out here for a specific reason or no? Well, I was in Salt Lake, which is right over a so hop, I just did skip, it. and a jump. Wise yeah. guys. Yeah. Great club. How fun. Then I'm going to Tacoma. So I said, ah, LA's kind of in the middle. I'll pop yep. in, say hi to the gang. A smart move. Did you uh, did you enjoy how Salt Lake had it parceled out? See, because they, they were telling me they were like, we're going to get the full capacity, but they were still kind of not there yet. Yeah, it was well done. You know when you do a room that's capacity or half full and it feels fine? Yeah. That's how it felt. They yeah. were spread, but it's fine. Yeah, no, and I'm going to Addison and all that stuff, and Dallas now is, uh, they're back to square one. They're fine. Oh, yeah. I, I did it the week it opened, and it was like fucking Mardi Gras in there. That's incredible. The guy said we sold more booze on Thursday than we sold in 2020. What? Yeah, because just people are like, let's do it up. We got Biden money. <laughs> Everybody knows you did campaign for Biden. Uh, <laughs> you were a big Biden campaign trail guy. You went door to door in New York. Isn't that nuts? I was Elizabeth Warren, actually. You were in yeah. disguise. Well, I love the Choctaw people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You dated Elizabeth Warren for two or three years and then moved on to AOC. Now That's is, right. Who was, a better, who was a better dinner date? I'd say AOC had a way bigger clit. She did. Oh, huge. 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 Hammer. The worst thing about uh, native New Yorkers is the saying huge. Do you say huge? How, what do you say? You say huge. huge. Brooklyn guy. Brooklyn. Yeah, huge with an H. It's not yeah. huge. That was all Trump. Yeah, he did that. He, but no, a lot of New Yorkers I know say huge. I've heard that in New York Oh, really? Before. Have you heard that? No, you don't hear it? <laughs> You're a Chicago cat. Yeah, we don't say any of that stuff. No, you guys just say cat. We say duck. <laughs> we love shooting people. That's our favorite thing. Never we're the, the, we're news, the best. We're the number one at killing people. We do it. Uh, we keep killing, man. Chicago yeah. is the murder city, man. You yeah, guys can't catch up. You guys are so soft now. Oh, it's crazy. New York is bullshit. It's all Dwayne Reeds and Pinkberries now. Shitty. But you guys, that you never really see that in the news. The, the killings? Yeah. I read the Chicago Tribune every single day, and it's in the Tribune every single day, but we know about it, but yeah. they don't publicize it to the media because it's- Why not? Because it's endless. Oh. Every day, it's like 10 kids get shot, 12 kids get shot Damn. every single day. That's got to be like population control. It's like deer. Yeah. You got to keep tabs and keep Wisconsin low. asked us to go shoot deer up there, and yeah. then we asked them to come down and- <laughs> Compile the murder rate. <laughs> oh, is man. Is New York back open all the way for the clubs? No, no. We got the plexiglass. You know, New York clubs are so small already, so there's like 11 people at a full show. It's weird. So, right, like the cellar is how many people? A hundred, a 75? What is it? No, nah, it's probably like 160, 180. Is it really? Yeah, they pack it, baby. God, it feels so tiny whenever I see that place. I'm like, that can't be over 100 people. So what do they do? They have, they have plexi between each table? Between tables, and then the comics have glass up, like on the stage. Wait, like at the bottom of the stage oh, that goes like floor to ceiling? Yeah, it's like a booth. And, wow. 
you know, it's clear, but it, it's still there. I mean, we could all right. feel it. It's weird. And it feels like you're in an exhibit for stand-up. Right. You know, like, hey, look at me. Remember what this art form was, you know? Right. And it sucks. There's yeah. a real wall. So you don't like it at all? No, no. And it's it's all optics, I think. What about the outdoor shows, though? Those got those got picked up, right? Picked up? I mean, it, it started to pick up as time went on out there. Like, I started to see more and more pop up. Definitely. And, now, and we were doing it in the snow and shit. I mean, these comics are animals out there but now yeah. it's warm again it's fun so it's not so bad outside you think total optics with all that stuff new york isn't enforcing any of that stuff and making you guys put up any of those uh like do you think they're making the club do that or the club's doing that voluntarily i think they made the club do it initially and now it's silly i mean there was a big com i'm not gonna say who he showed up at a say club it. showed up at a club huge just think one of the biggest comics on the planet louis big not uncancelled and then said you gotta take that shit down and they took it down just like that and all the comics went, yeah. Chappelle. Nah, I can't say. <laughs> uh, Wait, what would be the reason that you can't say? I don't know if he wants it out there. He's a he's a nice guy. I'll okay. tell you later. Yeah, that's fine. You can tell me off, uh, off All right, off all right. Camera. But no, uh, Chappelle didn't give a shit anyway. He's smoking. Yeah, no, they don't say anything to him about mm -hmm. any of that shit. Right? Yeah, black privilege. Black privilege, baby. Black yeah. privilege. You've got a little bit of that, don't you? A little black? Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm a part Creole. Does that does that no, count? I don't <laughs> that know. Has nothing to do. With I got it. no black. Come on. No, you're all white. You're all white, and you're all right with me, is what I like to say. And you know, I know, uh, I know, yes. and I'm what alt right, and I'm alt right. Yeah, I'm alt right. I'm as far as you can get to the right. I've never been so far right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm all the way over. Boy, um, we're so political now. It's crazy. I hate how everything is politicized. Medicine is politicized. Yeah, voting. Crazy. But that, that's the only way for people to make sense. I think that what is that phrase? You know, the idle hands of the devil's play toy. So yeah. it's like this this pandemic. Oh, yeah. All it did was make people find shit to be upset about and find shit to target. And mm -hmm. before they didn't really it wasn't no. really a thing. Well, you got Grubhub and you got streaming Netflix and all this. The Internet's right there. So there was no right. struggle, really. Right. We, we say it's a pandemic. And yeah, a couple of people died. But most people are sitting in air conditioning on Twitter. Hanging out, doing hanging nothing. out, doing yeah. nothing. So you got to build something. You got to make something happen. Did you get one of those stimulus checks? They get sent to you. I never got it. I, I make too much to be stimuli and too little to be rich. What a what a great bubble to be in, though. I kind of like this bubble because it still keeps me sane. Right. You know, you go to Whitney's house and you're like, oh man, you're uh, that two in, feet away that's from. In, it's a literal insane asylum out there. You're in the, about in the to desert. put on a robe and have a glass of wine and fall down the stairs. She talks to coyotes at night. She's nuts. She's absolutely. I can bonkers. see that. Yeah. I can see that. She was sewing a dream catcher when I walked in. Just a giant one. Yeah, she'd be a sane catcher. She should catch a <laughs> get a sane catcher above her bed. See if she catches any sanity floating through her house. But great lady and very no, nice. We love we we, we love a... we love the chaos that is Whitney. She came on here and did her fucking hair the whole time. She literally <laughs> curled her hair in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> That's who she is. Did you buy a place by the way? Did you buy your own spot? I bought a place in New York and now I'm renting it and then and I'm I got another place. And I want to talk shit about you because Please. we share a little bit of a similarity uh -huh. uh, in our love for vehicles. You know, I, I love cars. I'm a car guy. And I saw that you bought a 2002. Yes. You know, people to hit me up online because I had spoken pretty candidly on this show about how much I love 2002. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't my, know that. My first car. Well, I, 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 my love for cars is pretty secret. I only really talked about cars to people that also love cars because most comics... Couldn't give a fuck. It's a bunch of nebbishy, neurotic. Well, they all, yeah, they all have uh, they all have Priuses or they don't have a car at all. Yes, when I think Prius is the worst car that's ever been manufactured, and the batteries are going to kill people faster than the fucking emissions. So is that right? It's a fact. Those batteries are you know those those batteries that are in a, a Prius specifically. By the way, Tesla yeah. did a Tesla did a better job at making a battery that could be degradable by the by our bio system at some mm -hmm. degree. 
Priests are going to sit in the landfill for the next fucking 10,000 years. Just wait. Wow. Watch. Yeah. See, nobody talks about that stuff. Yeah, because because they think what they're doing is better than what the end result will be. And they'll be so far dead that they're like, you're killing the earth now. It's like, yeah. you're, you're in perpetuity. You're killing the fucking earth. It's so true. We're distracted by all like the, the straws. Remember the straws were the biggest deal on they're the back, planet. They're back, by the and way. Now, now they're back. Yeah, they're back. It was just that one photo of that fucking coke snorting turtle that we yeah. all fell in love with and then we all got rid of them one turtle by the way one turtle i used to say that on stage show me the shells where are all these <laughs> dead turtles what a lie strewn across the shore they made it sound like it was millions of turtles were dying yeah it was bullshit That's but they, a great they only phrase. cared because they wanted to make they wanted to make you feel bad about something they could control yes you know what I mean? yes it's like we can control this because the shit you can't control what are you gonna fucking do like that like the idea of emissions they yell at us here in America. It's like, we're the worst. We need to fit. You're like, China and India oh, have a billion yeah. people. Crazy. And they spew shit in the air on a constant. Bit. So we're the worst? They we're have pollution checks every day. Like, they have to worry about it. Some days you just can't go outside. It's bananas over there. Yeah, I've but, been there. But we're, but we're the worst, yeah. apparently. We're still, we're still the absolute worst. But getting back, my first car I ever had was a 1985 325E. Mm. A little two-door BMW coupe, my favorite. That's adorable. It That's was in... Pretty okay condition. It certainly wasn't new. It was an 85. Mm. But like, it was pretty, it was kept up very well. It's and got I got to tell zip. you, oh man, they were so quick. Yeah. They were so quick, man. I love, I like small cars. Like, you got a nice uh, piece out here, by yeah, the nice way. Nice little piece outside. It's but a Nissan Altima. My fans know that that's what I drive. A yeah. Nissan Altima supercharged. <laughs> it's a Ford Escort. It's a Ford Escort. Well, it's a Ford, uh, it's, yeah, we have to say that now. We can't say Ford prostitute anymore. Because, oh, good yeah, point. Good point. Sex worker. Sorry about that. Yeah. Positive sex. <laughs> no, yeah. Way, I love the support for sex workers. I've been supporting them for years. For years. Yeah. Lots of Quietly. Money. Yeah. And now you can do it publicly. Isn't that nice that you can say, I support this OnlyFans? Yes. Here, I have here. 17 of them, and I'm supporting my local sex vendor. And if you're a failed female comic, you can make a lot of money. <laughs> but not the men. But can we get on OnlyFans, you and I? Nobody cares. Maybe the gays will throw us a shekel. I think you and I could do well with the gays. Oh, I'd do clean up with the homosexuals. Because I got to tell you, my DMs, I get a. I get. I, I'm not, I won't hyperbolize. I probably get one dick pic a week. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, on an average. So sometimes I won't get one for two or three weeks. Then one, some weeks I'll get one that's like, you're so cute. And I'll yeah. get four dicks or two butts. Right. Four dicks and two bucks yeah. is, my ne- is my next album coming out. I think it's September, four dicks, two butts. <laughs> um, you do the math. But it, but I will get them. And Where are the shells? I'm more, I, you like that? Show mm-hmm. me the shells? Show me the shells. Show me the shells. I'm more impressed by um, how aggressive some of the gay guys are in my DMs than than annoyed. I'm more impressed. I'm like, wow, this guy's good. He'll keep taking different pictures at different angles and be like, oh, so nothing? Right. Because they know you don't respond, you know, you're not responding. And you feel like a woman. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm violated. You start to get their 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 right. fear. Well, also, don't send people random pics. At, I've never... I don't mind it. So you're just sending them out there to the universe? No, no, I don't mind getting them. Oh, I don't I'm, saying, I'm saying in the exchange world of pics, like, have you ever sent a pic just out of nowhere? It's crazy. It's always, it's always has a. There always is a backstory with me. It's always like we communicated first. It was never like, of a, course, hey, of course. here's a dick, or yeah. here's my, you know. So I never understand the approach of just throwing it out to the ether, thinking we've had no communication about it, and all of a sudden that's going to be the thing I go. I need it. Here's my theory. I think the dick is so hidden all the time mm. that when a guy has the opportunity to show it, he's like, I got to do it. It's like he's keyed up. He can't <laughs> can't control it because the dick is always hidden. It's like Bobby. That's why he's always like trying to get naked. Yes. It's like he has to get it out. Got to get it out. 
I uh, I send uh, my wife limp dick pics. I'll never do uh, hard. That's love. Make her work for it. A there little you bit. go. You know what I mean? Make her build up to something. Have you heard my dick pic story? No. Maybe eight years ago, I hooked up with this gal and it was like this passionate weekend on the road. It was amazing. She was way out of my league. It was highlight of my life. So we'd kind of communicate uh, after a few weeks uh, of me leaving and she'd be like, send me a dick pic. Send her a dick pic, whatever. No big deal. Uh, eight months later, we stopped talking, whatever. Somebody d- or, uh, tweets at me, ats me, hey, is this your dick? And it was a photo of my dick. Some <laughs> random guy in like Minnesota. But a good photo, no less. Yeah, but it's still my dick, so it's not great. But I saw my sheets, and that's what did it. I was like, ah, those are my dinosaur <laughs> sheets. And so- uh, That's my race car bed. I know that bed anywhere. Yeah, I just didn't respond, and it kind of you know flew off into the Twitter ether. But uh, Jesus, seeing your own dick on a public platform is terrifying. That's a bummer. It's and a you bummer. know it was mine. Well, you got a nice penis, though. It's all right. It's fine. It's a it's a civic. It's a civic. Yeah, it's like it a, it'll get you places. It's reliable, but yeah. uh, you know, it's not gonna win a race. No. Yeah, unless and, you soup it up, man. And it might break down. First, it only first race is fine, but second yeah. race is definitely gonna break down. Gonna need some blue chew and whatnot. <laughs> In here, we pour whiskey. Hey, I know uh, you don't like cooking because I don't either. Uh, it's not because you're lazy. It's just because it's time consuming and you just don't know what you're doing. But HelloFresh makes it easy and simple. I love this, okay? At first, I was like, I don't want these these meals that are coming to my front door that I have to make. I'd rather just order food. But I'm telling you, they're delicious. There's healthy options. And it's so easy. Even a moron like me, uh, which is French for idiot, can do this. It's so simple. Um, They are wonderful and delicious. They deliver right to your door. They're pre-measured ingredients, uh, mouth-watering seasonal recipes. And uh, skip those trips to the grocery store. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. They are number one, and it is the best. Uh, I had the uh, pork loin with the cabbage slaw. I've had that one. And we also did uh, a beautiful a chicken dish, a little chicken. Trying to keep it a little bit healthy. You can do it a million different ways. Uh, but their fresh ingredients are sourced directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. Contact-free, of course, which I think is huge. Uh, I really do like this. Uh, the meals that are ready in 20 minutes or less, lightning prep recipes, quick breakfast, and they have lunches. They have 25 and more recipes to choose from every single week and some extra special gourmet options. I'm telling you, it's delicious. If you've never tried this before, you actually have to do this. Uh, it's very much worth it. Me and the old lady do it, and we love it, especially when we don't want to go grocery shopping. Uh, head to uh, HelloFresh.com slash Whiskey12 and use the code Whiskey12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's insane. Uh, that is just insane. That's too much. HelloFresh.com slash Whiskey12 and use the code Whiskey12 for 12 free meals, including shipping. Please do that. It's America's number one meal kit. Ginger. I like gingers. Yeah, no, it's not <laughs> nice. It's not nice to see that out there uh, in the real world. That's no. why. That's why the hesitation is high. Although the next generation, that's as normal as anything else. Sending nudes is so, because of the internet now. Yeah, you know? I know. Like my, uh, my wife's boss had said that her son at high school, because he just graduated, it was like, that's a, that is a completely normal thing to do for everyone to trade nudes. Crazy. Like we're in high school, first of all, well, cell phones weren't really no. a thing. But even still, even in college, when like people really were get started to get cell phones, never. It would no. never. It was never a thing. Definitely not. Because you're like, what would they do with this? Where can exactly. this go? Yeah, exactly. Can- Isn't it crazy to think like, I look at the younger generation now and I sound like a boomer and an old guy. Okay, but you are. You hear these young people and you're like, man, this is so different. I can't keep up with TikTok and only all this crazy new shit. And then when those kids 
are adults, what are they going to be freaked out about? Right. That is crazy to think because it seems as crazy as it's going to get right now, but it's right. only going to get crazier. Well, that's why when you talk to, do you, you have any grandparents that are alive? No, they're dead. Okay, I have one left and I asked her about, in the middle of the pandemic, she came and visited her sisters who live in Southern California. Her sisters moved to San Diego years ago. And I was like, are you a little, uh, like, are you a little afraid of, of coming out here, Nana? And she was like, what? Why? Mm. I was like, you know, the pandemic. She's like, no, no. Yeah. No, why? And then you realize she's been through the fucking depression. They've once they've lived through so much, yeah. like, like what you're saying, when we get there, you go, I don't fucking care. Yes. You 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 care like you it doesn't even matter. It's not even a thing. It doesn't even exist. You begin to get this new level of uh, of your own world where mm. like all of that fodder goes away. Yeah. It exists, it continues to grow, but you're like, I I don't fucking care. And she's not online reading all this shit. She's not watching the news every ten seconds like no, we are. She couldn't care less. That's that's the best way to live. Yeah, because it's not it's not inundating your life with like other people's opinions about yes. how you're supposed to feel. Exactly. That's been my biggest gripe is people telling you, not giving you information, but telling you how you're supposed to feel about things. Yeah. And if you don't feel that way, you're bad. You're a piece of now shit. Now I gotta feel exactly how you feel all the time. Right. That's not how people work. That was the irony when I was a kid of like learning politics from my from my dad was like what a liberal is or what a conser- what a conservative is and the older i get the more i'm like all my friends that are liberals are conservative yeah because they're yeah, all puritanical so it's like you can't say that you can't do that yes like, that's what old uptight ass conservatives used to say a lot of the people saying defund the police are always policing people they're telling you what to do <laughs> they're telling you about the rules yeah. what you can't do and yeah. you're like man you're kind of it's similar. Everybody balances out. You know, yeah. you think you're this, but you're actually the exact opposite. I was going to call my tour refund the police. We got to give them back a couple of bucks. They <laughs> <laughs> say, you see a cop, give him a buck. You know what I mean? Yeah. See him. I see a cop, give him a buck. No, it's just, I think the idea also that was, that's, that is another issue I do talk about is like this refund. The police thing was like a phrase that got put out as like a really ca- catchable phrase. You yeah. Know? And dumb people then were like, you're going to take away cops? What are you going to do? It's right, like, right. that's not what it is. Yes. But it's just, beca- that's a proven point of like, when you have a dumb message, a dumb person's going to hear it the way that they hear it. Oh, yeah. So then both sides are fucked up about it. Exactly. We so do this like, comedy all the time. That joke meant this. Like, how do you know what it meant? Right. I wrote it. Right. And they right. go, well, whatever. It's what like, you, you, whatever. you took it that way. Exactly. So right. you're the weirdo. Your brain went to the fucked up place, not mine, but all of a sudden I'm in trouble. Defund the police should have just been called take away the tanks and then that would have been fine. There you go. If you said, well, they don't need tanks anymore in LA, I'd have been like, that's probably a, a, a good solution to take away <laughs> tanks. Yeah. But this idea that like, oh, you're going to get rid of cops, it's like that. That's where narrative gets crossed to me. Wires get crossed, and it's all. Then I go, "Well, you're all full of shit." Yeah, you're all full of shit, and you're kind of the same person just on the other side, right? But like, I did a college gig recently, and these kids are all very progressive and collegey and woke and all that. And then like, it's like you said, I would say a sex joke, and they would clench their pearls, and I'm like, "You're like Reagan's wife. You're like a conservative, <laughs> yeah. uh, like a super far Christian guy, right? You know, right? So weird. Do you? You're see, young. I don't do colleges anymore. I quit doing colleges probably. Five or six years ago, and I and sometimes I would get people online, like fans, be like, "Why don't you do schools anymore? Why wouldn't you come to my school?" And honestly, it was always because of the same reason that I was like, "This never felt like they really wanted it." Yeah, it was always kind of like, "Yeah, I'll go see a show." But pajamas, look at the phone the whole, who are you? Uh, whatever. It's really strange. Even fans that are on college campuses, I think their stress is they can't get into the clubs yet because mm. the clubs are, I mean, most are 21 and over. Some are 18, but a lot of those college kids, they just can't get in yet. So they're bummed and they're just like, well, please come to my school. It's like, but your school sucks. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to come to your school because your peers are going to be the, in, 
the quiet kid who's having the most fun, they're going to be out-trumped by far by all the people that have something to say about what you said. So true, yeah. I remember, but don't you remember like Dane Cook would go and the place would be fucking, it would be like a rock show. But that's because it, the time period was appropriate for that stuff. It was mm. like people wanted raw entertainment at a, such a heightened level. Now mm. they want it, but they want it their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's but, why like now, like you got, I, I know that what we're doing in the podcast world, the reason that we connect with fans and do all this that helps us you know that when you go do a show, they know what they're getting into. They want to see I you. I hope so, yeah. They do. They, if they pay to, to see you, they know enough of you by now through these mediums. Instead, you know, we're taking back the control of that that misnomer element of like someone who just shows up because they want to see a show and then mm. they're like, I can't believe he said what he said. Yeah, yeah. But now you're like, you know who the fuck Mark is. You know what he's going to say. I hope. But yeah, it's uh, it's weird. But back to the conservative <laughs> and uh, liberal thing you said. Yeah. I feel like as a comic... And as a sane person, shouldn't yeah. we step back and just watch the the weirdos and the retards fight and go at it and have all these emotions and get upset and yeah. pissed off? That's what we're supposed to do. You're not supposed to really jump in this pool and be rah, rah, rah with some team of yours. Right. You know, you should watch it and, and observe and then write about it. And then figure it out afterwards. Yes. Right. That's kind of how I feel is I like to assess stuff. That's why I told you I was afraid to get the vax because I'm like, I haven't figured this out yet. Yeah, figure it out. I, I, I get you on that. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I got it. I got the first one and I got sick as a dog, man. Really? So sick. Because when you had corona, when you get the first shot, uh, they say it can light you up. The mm-hmm. second one apparently gets people sick that didn't have corona sometimes. Mm. But dude, I got the first one and I was feeling totally fine. And then 20 hours later, out of nowhere, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't I couldn't move, which was ironically worse than I felt when I had corona. Damn. Coronavirus didn't do anything to me physically. J&J? Uh, I got I got the uh, I got the uh, Moderna Moderna yeah, Moderna Papa yeah, well but but they say it affects you all differently and it depends sure. on what kind of Corona you got too. Mm. Like I had the one where I lost taste and smell, but fully functioning I could have gone for a jog. Yeah, weird. Like I didn't physically feel ill. I I could eat food just fine. The only thing that was a bummer was I felt lethargy. Like just during the day, I would mm. just have those moments where I'm like. I'm gonna lay down on the couch, I guess. Because I, I was you. just a no, I, you know, I was just wavy. You had. Yeah, I had that one and I had it kind of shitty. You had it bad, bad. I had it bad for one night. Uh, I was uh, I was in a hotel room and it just hit me and I felt freezing cold. I had these crazy chills and I took a hot shower. I was still cold. I was under the covers and I just laid there for hours and it finally broke and I was covered in sweat and I woke up feeling fine. No, look at that. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's it? Yeah. You got the J&J? No, no, no. I got the Moderna as well. But I'm saying that's how I felt when I had Corona. Yeah. No, I think, uh, look, it's just so new. And I was saying this, like, it, it is a funny time when people are like, are you anti-vax, right? There's this anti-vax narrative. Sure. But you're like, what if I'm just anti-this-vax? You could you could just be against or freaked out by one, right? You could. Mm. It, the idea is- You like the polio vaccine. I love it. But you don't like this vaccine. Ah, freaked out by it. All right. I got it anyway, and I'm still freaked out by it. I have to, we have to admit the idea that like, it feels very odd. It's new. That it's so new. I go to a local college campus. It's super disorganized. I don't really know who's giving me the shot. You know, the information felt so blurry. It just Mm. didn't feel, something about it felt so bummer. I'm not saying that there's a microchip in me because there already was. I already put one in. Uh But I'm just saying, who the fuck knows? Who knows what this is going to yield? That's why my grandmother was so... But I see from those perspectives, my parents, 
My parents are in Florida right now getting wasted out of their mind. Yeah. And they were like, well, we got it. We don't care. If we die in five years, we're fine. <laughs> they, don't, they don't give a shit. I was just in Miami and it's it's almost like I'd rather live you ignorant. You mean Andrew and, Schultz's and, town? Yeah. I'd rather wa- go wild and maybe die than just live in fear in New York for the rest of my life. Right. So which I is, get it. Which is what a lot of New Yorkers do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very New York thing to do. Do you go see Andrew down there? I was, I was only there for two days and I brought the lady. So yeah. I felt like I was, you know, I had to like bring her to the beach yeah. and live it up. But Do I want relationship to. stuff. I, yeah. I'd love to get on it one day. I'm a fan. He's down there. Uh, he's down there owning Miami. He actually said, I think he was, he was like, come down here and do the show. I was like, I, that's, I'm not gonna fly just to do the show. Well, just, unless yeah. I had shows down there. To the, the improv, make a weekend. I know. I want, I want to do shows in Florida, but I'm not doing them till the fall. I think my dates aren't even, I just, the way the dates lined up. Sure. Cause well, now everything is so backlogged. Like I'm not even playing Chicago, my hometown until 2022. Wow, you're waiting for it to open. Well, no, no, no. I just, the only date I could get available mm. it was there. I mean, it was like, I was like, this is, it's insane. And and I don't know if it's not worth leaking, but the first time I got, uh, I'll say it, but I'm going to try to play the Chicago Theater, which is. Whoa. I'm going to try. That's I'm going to try. five grand? No, 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 no. I think it's only 30 something. 30, oh my God. I think you can do it. That's a lot of people, dude. You can do it. When they even sent me the idea, I was like, this is scary. Ooh, that's, that's, too, ex- that's so many. But you got to film that. I mean, that's a big event. I have to. I want to. Yeah, yeah I want to do that. Just that marquee. Come I on. know, right? Going home. Like for you, is there a place at home to play that's like a, a big, like would be a big nut for you or no? Yeah, the Sanger Theater is kind of our Carnegie Hall type thing, but it's still it. like, yeah. you know, 1,100 seats. And I don't know if I could fill it. You could but- easily fill that. I don't know. New Orleans is a, is a kooky town to perform in. So that's another thing that I feel. It depends on where it is, right? There are cities where I'm like, I can't believe I can't sell that many tickets here. And there's not that many people that want to come out. But yeah. sometimes it's city dependent on. Definitely. Like, what's your worst city to play in? I mean, Miami's tough. I was just there. That Florida's was, that, hard. That's a tough one. You know, it's very Cuban-y and sexy and cokey. And I'm not that guy. You were. At one point. Maybe at one point, yeah. Yeah, you were sexy Cuban. Yeah, I used to be trans. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, tough tough town for me is like Montreal. I don't do great. I don't know. Like I, at the festival? The festival's fine, but I'm just saying I don't draw there. I don't think anybody draws there. Really. Oh, okay. That, that, that city's for the festival for comics. I don't know if you'd go there. Like, have you done other Canadian? Do you do Van- Vancouver? Love or? Vancouver. Clean yeah. up in Vancouver. Toronto? Toronto is great. Yeah, right. See, all these 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 are good places to sell tickets to me because comics sometimes just skip Canada. No, I love Canada. Yeah, I'll go. It's wow. fun because it's just a little different. You know, it's like yeah. a dream. You're like, well, that's not the same as a, uh, you know, uh, Starbucks. It's Tim Hortons. Everything's just a little different. Yeah, Timmy like, Hortons. Same shit, but it's a little different. I always have said this every time I go up there. The the women in Canada tend to be very very beautiful, and the men tend to be not. Dude. What There's is that something town? about homely dudes and beautiful women that like Canada subscribes to this idea that like hot chicks will date just ofi idiots up what, there. What's the rumors? Rumors Comedy Club is yeah. in um, Wilming. What's that place called? Why can't I think of it? I know. Is Edmonton? Is. What is it? Winnipeg. 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 Yes. Winnipeg. Correct. It is Winnipeg. The men Good there call. look like you. And the women there now are that is rude. Smoking hot, and they're fine with it. It's just how right. the the lay of the land. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's all they've got. Also, a lot of those guys in Canada were oil guys, and they're oh, multi-multi-millionaires. Yeah. Rig pigs. Rig we pig. call them. Horrible audience members. They get all coked up because they got all this money, and right. then they'd come out, get shit-faced, and call me a homosexual. Well, and some of that's true. Yeah. I, I learned that I learned that when I first did uh, uh, Edmonton. When I first did Edmonton years ago, I realized that. I was like, oh, 
These are 22-year-olds yeah. who have 500 grand in their bank account. Oh, that's a tough room. I mean, well, they but they 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 got out of high school and were given yeah. a fuckload of money. I totally. Mean, I, I, how else would you live, though? If you were that age, you would be a piece of shit, Yeah, too. I'm not investing. No, yeah, what yeah, are you talking you, you about? you go hard. You're going to buy a bunch of trucks. Yeah, you, you live it I mean? up. Yeah, you're going to be you're gonna be the guy that everyone makes fun of, like when Justin Bieber was young. Yeah, and, <laughs> just think of that. And they're like, well, why would he do that? You're like, who the fuck, who else would, how would you live any other way? I know, he's a zillionaire who's 22 with all the money in the world, and he's got a Bugatti. He's going to drive it fast. I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, I yeah. did the same thing. I just I had a fucking, you know, Accord. Yeah. And Good he had times. to put, Now, do you still have another car with the O2? No, no. That's the sad thing is I love it. I'm too scared to drive it. I don't want to wreck it, and uh, I don't want it to, you know, fall apart. So you got the bike, though. Got the bike. Still got the bike and the O2. Love the bike. The bike, I feel like Batman, whipping around New York. You get from spot to spot. Because that city will fuck you transportation-wise. Totally. You, know? you try to wait for the subway. It's running late. The cabbies, whatever. The bike, I, I feel like I'm beating the system. Are you, do, you, do you have any semblance of fear of getting hit? Because New York, get hit, people get hit on bikes a lot. A lot. And I've fallen off of it and taken some spills, man. Have you? Oh, my God. I flew off the handlebars and I put my hands down. And I was wearing gloves and they tore my hands up. And I was lucky I didn't hit my head. I wasn't wearing a helmet. But uh, like these construction guys ran over like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I looked back and the bike wheel is still spinning. And I was like blurry. And they picked me up and brought me off to the side. And I had to like sit down for half an hour. But and I got mean, it together. It, it, but you were okay? I was okay. I was just shook up. Thank why, God. Why no helmet? What are you doing, Mark? Wear a fucking helmet. I got the hair. I don't want to ruin it. No, I don't know. I just... Uh... <laughs> Just want to keep it. You don't want it to fall out because you're like, if I put on this helmet, it's all coming out. <laughs> I remember that was a rumor. Like, if you wear a hat, helmet, you'll, yeah. you'll go bald. I like, the, I like the idea of the construction guys dragging you off and then seeing a hot chick and like, hey, hey, hey. still had a cat call <laughs> while they're trying to help this broken man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so of all the times you've fallen, though, none of them checked you a little bit. So I've had a lot of friends that have fallen enough on bikes where they're like, I'm out, man. I don't want to do then because the next one's going to be the one. It's a horrible idea because sometimes it's not your fault. That was my fault, but right. uh, the cabbie could sideswipe you and you hit on a parked car and you're done. Ah, uh, see, that's, my uncle has uh, titanium in his leg because of that. He got his leg shattered a million different ways. Motorcycle? He got hit by a truck on a motorcycle. Yeah, man. He's really. lucky he's alive. He is extremely lucky he's alive. In fact, it, it, it did him, it did him, it was very unfortunate to say the least. He he it wow. ruined a lot, a big chunk of his life because of what uh, it did to him. Anyway, I, man, I enjoy like, the bike. Yeah. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> I well the the fear is to me, I have two of my like I have good friends that have bikes. Like one of our one of my closest girlfriends, uh my wife's best friend, she's a bike enthusiast. She's like a bike girl mm. who like models for Harley and shit. Wow. And I always think about it, I'm always like, I get country riding, but city riding to me is it's what risky. I can't do. Yeah, it's, it just it's a feels horrible like they're idea. gonna get you, dude. Because uh, cabbies don't give a shit about you. No, they don't. Care they don't. About you, uh, with or without the bike. So with the bike, Mark, just put on a fucking helmet. I should put on a helmet. For me, do it. For me. I've had fans send me helmets. I have like a stack of helmets in my closet. You gotta do my it. Closet. Because at the end of the day, uh, what a shitty, annoying story I have to tell that that guy that I liked died from something so stupid. Ah! Uh, I appreciate the concern. Look at I'm just, I'm, I'm a dad right now. I'm just being such a pops he right now. A 90s skater and just helmets and right. 
So, dude, I, skate, I grew up skateboarding, too. And we didn't do that then. But you yeah. also could only go seven miles an hour yeah, on a skateboard. Exactly. <laughs> so there's a, there's a huge difference. Huge difference. Although oh. we were jumping downstairs. Yeah, but also, for some reason, it's marginal. Like, you're never going to get hurt that bad if you're... And you're 13. When you know how to fall, you know yeah, how to fall. that's true. That's true. I, I used to skate through ASU's campus when I was uh, at night. That was my favorite at night mm. when I was going to school there that I would just skate around and I would hit little stairs and little that's curves. That's fun. I would do it all night long to just kind of escape... If I was just, you know, if I didn't want to go out that night, if I was bored and I was like, oh, I'll just go best. skate through campus. It was kind of zen. It was. It was just you alone. And it's very similar to stand-up. It's like you individually, you got to practice it. You got to work on it by yourself, make goals and, right. you know, get good. And it instead of being humiliated, you get hurt. All these things kind of had a parallel with stand-up, like comedy and music and hip-hop and skateboarding to me. It all kind of blended in most comics mm. I know that liked any of that stuff. They all kind of like some of, a lot of the same shit. Yeah. The more guys I meet, I'm like, oh, we all have the same... We all like the same stuff. It was almost like destined for yes. stand-up because we all have these similar things in common of things not, that you like. Not to mention the the parental shit. Usually it's they say with stand-up, it's a over-loving mom and a distant dad. Was that you? I had, uh, well, my biological father wasn't there. There we go. But I had a great stepdad. Interesting. Who was like my father. But okay. my mom, but my mom was the tough ass. Oh. My stepdad was is a good guy. He was tough as shit too. But my mom was the toughest. My mom is the kind of person, and she because she grew up nine brothers and sisters. They grew up, you know, very working class. Mm -hmm. So like Irish Catholic. Yeah. So for her, it's like get over it. Everything yeah. is like shut, shut the fuck up, grow up. <laughs> right, right. So if I like if something really bothered me, I'd be like, well, this really bothered me, and she's like, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. It was always that kind of love. She was loving. But it was very much like, you'll be fine. Yeah. It was true. never like a go, my little baby. But like every one of my Jewish friends' mom yeah, is like, yeah. oh, you're the bad. You can do no wrong. Right, my right. My mom's like, you'll do wrong all the time. You do wrong on a constant basis. Yeah, you're alive. And what did you have? I had the uh, the mom who kept it too real. You know, <laughs> right. like I would be like, this is look at this painting. And she was like, it's not great. You know, I had that mom. <laughs> so it was kind of nice because when she did compliment you, it meant she meant it. Correct. And then yeah. my dad, I was telling him at lunch today, my dad was a... Uh, Fun guy, nice guy, angry guy. Yeah. Temper. You never knew he was like a cat. You know, sometimes you're petting a cat and it's going great and then you, he flips out. That's how my dad was. So I was, I grew up terrified of my dad, but he would zing you and it would cut you to the core. Yeah. I was telling him I was, I was killing it like a Thanksgiving with my cousins at the kid table. And my dad walks over and he goes, what are you holding court? And it crushed me. Because oh. he, he was right. I was so proud of myself and he got me right to the bones. Did he did did your dad was he physically abusive? No, 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 no. But he was, you know, temper dad. Throw the fucking plate against the wall. So dad. when he would snap, he would he would do something physical, but it was never to you. Yeah, he wouldn't hurt us, but it, he didn't need to. We were we were we were on our knees trembling just from a just him yelling. You never got hit in the back of the head or spanked or pushed or A little pulled. of that, but I don't even think about that. Like he never did anything crazy, but Getting cracks in the back of the head to me were like the most painful thing on earth. I would get cracks in the back of the head. Really? When I was being a real piece of shit. Yeah. I never ever got it when I when it was just out of nowhere. It wasn't like, you spilled the fucking water. It was never that thing. Yeah. It was always like, I really fucked up pretty bad. In here, we pour whiskey. Whiskey. Your boy loves cereal. I've always loved cereal. And I love late night cereal snacks is what I do when I get home late from shows. And I'm telling you, this is... This is the new way I'm going to be snacking in the middle of the night. Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon cereal. It doesn't have anything to do with the spoon. It has to do with the magic that's in the cereal itself, ladies and gentlemen. Magic Spoon cereal is so good. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free. 
low carb and GMO free. The only thing that's not free is the product itself, but it is so good. I'm telling you, the four pack I got were cocoa, uh, peanut butter, fruity, uh, and frosted. And you know what those all kind of taste like. You're an adult now, and it's an adult cereal, seriously. Um, cut down on carbs and sugar and all the unhealthy stuff. This is the best late night snack that I've had in years. I actually mean it. The peanut butter is so good because I'm a PB freak. And the cocoa is good too. If you, lo- if you love your chocolate, you got it. But I'm more of an orange peanut butter guy myself. So I really did enjoy it. Um, it tastes delicious just like a, a, a cup. Just like a peanut butter cup. It tastes like a peanut butter cup. Uh, you absolutely need to try this if you haven't tried Magic Spoon yet. It's very much worth it, particularly if you're somebody who wants to have a late-night snack or eat it for breakfast in the morning. doesn't matter. I just like mine as a fifth meal at the end of the day, and it's not unhealthy, and it tastes good, and it makes you feel like, oh, I didn't I didn't just fat out on nine cups of sugar. Uh, but go to magicspoon.com slash ginger to grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use the promo code GINGER at the checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, which I promise you won't, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Come on, man. What do you got? Try it out. What's the worst that could happen? Remember, you get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash ginger. Use that code GINGER to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring the episode. Ginger. Bill Burr has this funny story about his his brother said, you suck, mom, and I hate your dinner or whatever. Something mean. And his dad took a glass of milk and threw it in the kid's face. And I remember being like, damn, that is fucked up. That's effective is what I would say. It's effective, but that is pretty scarring. Milk in the face? Milk in the face from a dad is like, Jesus, See, I got to make some changes. I, I'm like, that makes perfect sense. It's just milk. <laughs> it's just liquid. It didn't hurt him. He'll be fine. That's true. I mean, I'm not against <laughs> it. I'm just like, if I saw that at a friend's house, I'd be like, holy white, white people, White people are so scared of disciplining their children that we've yeah. gone, we've were to a place now that white white people think that if you even spank your kid or if you grab him by the arm and go, hey, cut yeah, it out, yeah. that everyone's going to write about it. Right. But we're the only people. Everybody else, every other race, it's totally okay to discipline kids and nobody says anything, it's fine. You hear kids, uh, I'm going to call social services. That's insane. It's insane. Because if you did it, like if a black kid did it, the mom would be like, do it and then I'll kill you again. Yeah, I'll you kill know? you in front of the social service yeah. woman that comes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One time I was at a friend's house and his parents were kind of scary. And his mom slapped his older brother and his nose started bleeding. And I was like eight and I was like, this is a little heavy. I got to go home. Yeah, I, I think I called I think my I mom. hear my mom calling me. Yeah. <laughs> my buddy Brandon Anderson used to run home. His mom, his mom, dude, his mom would, because they were always up to no good. Mm-hmm. So she was always disciplining him. But he would run home and when he would get to his house, you could like see it like a cartoon. You could watch him sprint into the front door and there was a big window and he would run upstairs as fast as he could and slam the door. (laughs) And then he'd wave out the window like, peace, he's like, peace, peace. He would just trap himself in his room because they were always getting, they were always getting hit for doing something stupid. Yeah. Remember how scary that was? That was the the height of fear as a kid. Oh my God. That and principal stuff was scary. Now, did you get, did you get, were you a kid that got suspended and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, I went to public school. It was pretty dicey. Yeah. You know, fights and, you know, throwing rocks or whatever it was. Now, how many, like, how many times did you get suspended in high school? In high school, not as much. In high school, probably once or twice. But in, you know, middle school, that's when it really got bad. Yeah. Because it was like this competition. Like, who is, who is the baddest kid? Right. kept upping it. Yeah. You know, you'd start a food fight or whatever it is. One time I spray painted cow on the wall at school to represent one of the teachers and she caught it right away and they called my mom. <laughs> at least she knew you were talking about her. Yeah, she Isn't got that a, it. That's like a tip of the hat. I'm talking about you, fatty. Yeah, she got the message. What was her name? Do you remember? Mrs. Mrs. Deborah something. But, Mrs. Deborah. Uh, 
Mrs. Deborah Bovine. <laughs> Miss Deborah Bovine. <laughs> once to her, and she didn't have. She wasn't having that. You did this, yeah? And she yeah. didn't like it. She didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was, really. You know, I'm like 12. I'm like, ah. I got she was su- like, Jesus. I got suspended for drawing a penis uh, and putting the teacher's name in the jizz. I did an artistic Ooh, penis. That's like did, a Banksy. Yeah, I did an artistic penis uh, uh, because they had hand us in health class, like a you know the the, the diagrams of the of of a dick and. Um, you know of uh of the female genitalia and i and so i copied it i drew it and i drew in the jizz i drew her name and uh suspension because somebody in the class pulled it out of the trash after i made everybody oh, laugh oh what a rat and when i tell you something and i slept with that girl in college hey hey you got her back right. you yeah. won yeah and then you jizzed on her back and yeah wrote her name and wrote her name yeah wrote her name yeah <laughs> it was such a mean thing. She had a crush on me, so she wanted to call me out for doing that. And I was like, why would you fucking do that? Isn't that interesting? Because you see that kind of on, on social media. It's like, I th- always thought that girl liked me, and now she's trying to ruin my life. Maybe there's some kind of blend there. There's, ah. there's something with that. Do you have people that, co- people that come after you that you think li- used to like you? Yeah. Yeah? You're like, something's up. You, there must be some reason you're this motivated to hurt me. It's maybe you had a thing for me. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just trying to get maybe, in the girl or head. Or maybe they're hurt. Yeah, oh, they're definitely hurt. They, they want come, you to hurt like they hurt. And they uh, feel my hurt, feel yeah. my pain. And then they're the compassionate one. They're the hero. Like, you're ruining my life. <laughs> you know? <laughs> have you had someone try to ruin your life? Oh, I think we all have. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It hurts. That's why I get annoyed. Like, oh, cancel culture. What I'm like, like, I get it. Cancel culture is a hack term. It's been done to death. But like, I don't know, 12,000 people yelling at you, calling you a racist or a bigot or whatever. It, it sucks. And yeah. that's, that's what it is. It's not like, you know, they always go, he's still working. Like, yeah, but he's depressed and he got made fun of. If I make a fat joke to Lena Dunham, I'm the biggest piece of shit on the planet. But if you call me a, a homophobe, to me, that's worse than fat. Yeah. So why is that not bad? <laughs> right. Why are you, you're not mean? Right. Because you're doing it under the guise of like stopping some bad shit, whatever. But like, I don't know they're wrong being fat. It's just a joke. But you called me a, a horrible thing. Well, sometimes, and they sometimes they, they give you such easy layups that you're like, it's just a joke. And you know it's a joke and they know it's a joke. Yeah, and I you're know. like, how can we not be on the same page? Of the, and it's like, you're perpetuating something negative. You're like, or, or it's just a joke. I know. It's I just know. a small, like, like there was a guy on TikTok, <laughs> made me laugh. Lizzo was doing like a, Lizzo does like a, it's already funny. like a fan suggestion. I know. Yeah. It's like a fan suggestion video. And she's like, okay, all right, well, this is kind of weird. Uh, I'm doing it. And it's dunking Oreos into milk. Mm. And then right as she's doing it, it cuts to this guy and he's staring at the camera and he's just like, are you fucking trying to tell me Lizzo has never dunked Oreos into uh. milk? <laughs> and losing it. He's like, what the fuck are we talking That's about? Great. Yes. And it was so funny. It was so simple. He's like, "What? A, we're, this is not the first time Lizzo's dunked Oreos into milk. Yeah. And of course, so all the comments like, you're a piece of shit. You're body shaming, all this stuff. It's yeah. like, dude, it's just a joke. Her Instagram is Lizzo Eats. I know. That's her Instagram. She yes. she jokes about it. Good point. So he jokes about it. He's the bad guy. Right, right. Because they feel bad for her, which Well, means... he was also white. So well, that, that if it was help. a black dude doing it, it would have been like, you know that there's a black dude, I don't remember his name, and he is so mean to chicks online. There's a lot of that. And and they and they're great and they're funny, but they get away with it because it's a too dicey of an area. It's like right. that old Kimmel thing where he said, uh, there's no PETA at the players' ball. Uh, yeah. You know, because it's all yeah. fucking fur coats, but they're they're not going there. Right, they're not gonna fuck with that that world. <laughs> right, it's too dicey. Right, this black dude, I, can, I have to look him up, man. He's so funny to me, though. He's always like, <laughs> all these women are like, why can't I get a good man? And he's like, how much do you weigh? 
That's like his first question. <laughs> I've seen this guy. He's, he's this so guy. funny. So and funny. And she's like, I'm, I'm, she's like, I'm five six and I'm one eighty five. And he's like, and that's your problem. And you think that that's okay, right? And, and they take it. Yeah. And I was like, man, it's wild. If a white dude is doing this, <laughs> like, Oof. if a white dude's doing it to white women, I'm saying, yeah, even, you're it's on, still bad. they'll light you on fire. Yeah, yeah. And if but you do it to black women, forget about it. Oh, that's not even a real thing. You're talking now. You're talking chaos. Yeah, it's like a Marvel <laughs> movie of murder that you're talking about. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of uh, movies that got uh, that get shitted on all the time, I watched Mortal Kombat last night, and I got to tell you, loved it. Everyone right. hated it, and I loved it. I don't care. What's not? I mean, I haven't seen it, and I'm not really into that stuff. But like. It's Scorpion and Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero fighting. What's so, the problem? I'm not into the... I don't watch the Marvels and all the superhero movies. Yeah, uh, me neither. I'm not... I never was into that stuff. But I was like, I got to watch this, this one, because I loved Mortal Kombat as a kid. Yeah, finish I, we, used, we used to go down to the hockey, uh, the skating arena by my house, and they had a video game, uh, you know, like a little uh, arcade area by the rink, between the rinks. And I would save quarters for weeks mm-hmm. to go down there to dump 15 bucks into... Mortal Kombat and NFL Blitz and all the and yeah, whatever yeah. all those games, but Mortal Kombat was always my fucking favorite. So I had to watch it last night, thinking everyone talks shit about it, and I, and they're like, "It's terrible. There's no plot." It was great because uh, if I watch those things, I just want to see murder and blood and killing, and I don't need a great storyline. No, no, it's fighting. What are right. we doing? It's like when they get mad about comedy, like, "Ah, eh, wasn't that great of a movie?" It's like, "Did it make you laugh? Was it funny?" Right. Case closed. What was the last? What was the last comedy you saw? commercial comedy that made you laugh genuinely probably tropic thunder it's a long time ago i know well downey was so good with the with the black guy and ben stiller was great jack black was great it was it was edgy it was fun and i saw it in the theater with a black guy and he was like that was unbelievable well what what downey did was unbelievable of course because only now small voices say that they're offended by that stuff yeah but you see all these movies there was a list of movies that they put up of like that you couldn't do today or whatever oh yeah and and the first one was um, Ace Ventura because it's it's transphobic. Oh, because Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. I forgot it's, about yeah. that. Ah, interesting. But see what see what that does. It never even entered our brain no, that that was no. transphobic. But they manufacture this, and now they're like, you should feel bad about that. You're like, that was a bit in a movie. Yeah. That a guy was disguising himself because he was a murderer. Yeah, he was trying to get away with something. Right. So you're like. Why, this he's in disguise, and they're like, no, it's 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 transphobic. That's really boy. We got to really sift through and find. But shit that's now. what they're doing. I know, but that's that's a sign that things are pretty good. If you got to really really go through snake the bushes. through it. L- yeah. Look at the bachelor chick. She had an Annie Bellum party in college or whatever it was. She's trying to marry a black guy. Like, shouldn't that trump the 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 dumb party that every kid went to in Georgia? Is that why that guy got fired? The host. That's what it was all about? Yeah, he kind of defended her a little. He defended the idea that she went to the party? Yeah, he's like, she was 20. I don't know. She's trying to marry this uh, tall, dark So now she wants to marry a black guy, but they're like, no! Yeah, You don't get to make up for that! (laughs) I know, I know, but we gotta look. We gotta sift. See, that doesn't... That's that's, kind of like I was looking into this Piers Morgan and uh, Sharon uh, Osbourne thing. Yeah, that's crazy. I really did... I I dug as deep as I could because I was like, I really want to find out what happened. So... Once you uncover all of it, mm. you realize why he got fired. Please, it's not because it's not because he said I don't believe in Megan Mar- what Meghan Markle said. It's because over the years he said controversial things. Now they're not going to bring up all of those. They can just oh, go. They can just go. He's a piece of shit. I don't like what he says. He's a bigot. He's been sexist before. He's been racist before. He's been insensitive before. Mm. But the, all they need was one little thing to break the ice, and it was this. It was interesting. Oh, 
you don't believe this woman was attacked for her race, so you're racist. Uh-huh. That, to me, wouldn't indicate that he's racist. Yeah. But they just used that because all the other things were chipping away, chipping away. And Sharon had said she supports her friend's belief in his opinion. Yeah, it's an opinion show. He's supposed to have an opinion. Right. And then, of course, they had to clip her. They offered her, rumor was, they offered her to say goodbye. Mm. They were like, you can go on your own or we can have you leave type of shit. You know, the, when, when a workplace is like, we can have you fire. We, can, yeah, we don't want to yeah. fire you. If you want to walk out, we'll give you the, the chance. Uh-huh. And she didn't take it because, quite frankly, what world are we living in when you can't have an opinion about other people's opinions? That's even scarier. Yeah. It's an opinion about a fucking opinion. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's why it's weird when people are like, oh, everything's fine. You're like, you didn't see that? That's like, crazy. That's crazy. And here's the other thing. To say that the the thing that would have made it racist, which is what I was looking for, was if Pierce was like, you know, oh, this black woman's in there complaining yeah. about yeah, it. You course. know what I mean? No, but all he was saying was he doesn't think that what the way that she was receiving messages or communicating about what she felt, he mm. doesn't feel it was genuine. Yeah. Right. So when you feel that someone's being disingenuous and I say to you, hey, Mark, I think sometimes when you say stuff to me, I think you're being a little disingenuous. Mm-hmm. But that's the end of it. Yeah. I'm not automatically going to go, ah, you're fucking racist because of that shit. <laughs> because my, it's like it doesn't make any sense. It's just like it doesn't add up to me. No. It just and, didn't add up. And now everybody's always on edge. Everybody's nervous on eggshells. And we go, this is the way the wind's blowing. I'll just go that way because they're scared. Right. And that's not a healthy way to be. And it's definitely not good entertainment. No. You want everybody scared in the entertainment world where we're supposed to kind of push it a little bit and have yeah. fun and be wacky and different. I don't know anything about Where's the Meghan Markle girl or anything about that bullshit because I don't know about that world. All I knew was what he said. But what I do know about her is she was married to my, to the old manager of my, the old head of my management company. Really? Yeah. And she left him in the, like the beginning of their marriage because she, uh, she hooked up with a dude on the show that she was on on Suits. There you go. She left him for a dude on Suits. They tried to do a little story about it, but my the guy that I know, he didn't want anything to do with it. He mm-hmm. was like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to get involved. I've got I my own that. life. He's married now. He's got a family. You know what I mean? He doesn't care. Yeah. But I remember when they got married and I was like, he was in love with this girl, dude. He was obsessed and it was beautiful. He was and then she left him for a dude on the sh- on the TV show and then she did the briefcases on fucking, you know, whatever, oh, Howie Mandel's or whatever it was. Yeah, 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 whatever the pick the cases was. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, she goes and becomes this piece of royalty. So all I'm saying is, you know, the idea that she- Is a victim? Or the, the idea that she couldn't um, hyperbolize for the sake of entertainment- Of course. Is pretty real. Yeah. Like, like she loves entertainment. She's in entertainment. I'm not saying she's a bad person. I don't know anything about her. All, eh. I'm, saying, all I'm saying is, why do we do this thing where they're like, people are, inf- they're, she's infallible or they're infallible. They would never make stuff up. They would never lie. It's like, everybody makes shit up, everybody lies. Yeah, of course. What does that even mean to think that someone's infallible of being- I know. Of, 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 of indul- like indulging in something. It's and not look at real. her track record. I mean, look look what's going on in the past. There's a ton of evidence and weird shit going on. Like, can't we yeah. use that? You're racist, by the way. Uh, I'm going to cancel you right I didn't right even know she was black. I sound like Roseanne. <laughs> I didn't know the bitch was black. Is that what she said? Yeah, yeah. Which, shoot. if you look at her Twitter profile of whoever that lady was, you're like, I could see it. Rose, but Roseanne and just, Roseanne's crazy too. She's bonkers, fucking bonkers. Nut, nut farm. It is weird that they wanted her to have a show that had some conservative roots to it, and then they gave it to her, right? And mm. then they fired her for being <laughs> conservative, oh, like the thing you wanted. The thing you wanted, she gave you. Right? Yeah, you, you said it's like 
It's like hiring uh, who's the puppet guy, Jeff Dunham. Yeah. You know, but then being like, hey, man, you can't do any kind of uh, racial stuff. You're like, yeah. what? His whole fucking act is that. He's got an ISIS puppet. Right. You know what you bought into. Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a guy that can't get canceled for his shit. Isn't that funny? Why he, is that? He makes too much money. He makes too much money. He's making people too much money. <laughs> In the same way that like uh, Harvey Weinstein, they were like, oh, oh my God. You're like, he was making people millions of dollars. They didn't want to say anything about him. Mm. They knew that he was evil. You think those people didn't know that he was evil at all? Like yeah. at all? You that's, know? That's the scared thing. Everybody's kind of nervous. Everybody's like, I just want to, I don't want to get in trouble. So right. I'll do what I got to do. Like that guy who got fired from the Times. You see that guy, that old guy's worked there 48 uh -uh. years. He got caught saying the N-word and like he was just reading something or whatever. Not saying the N-word, but he was like, let me just read this and blah, blah, blah. And they somebody got it on video. They signed a petition at the Times. They got him fired. He's like, you know, 78. Wait, he sent the N-word out like where? Where? Well, did he say it's it? a long story, but he took these kids to Venezuela or, some, or Peru on a field trip. Nice guy. This is what he does. And one kid's like, I got in trouble at school for saying the N-word. He's like, well, how did you say it? And she, he goes, did you say blah, 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 like this, or you say blah, blah, like that. And somebody filmed him saying that. But he was just trying to get to the bottom of it, and that was it. He got fired. <laughs> and this poor guy, he's like an old guy. He's worked there for years. Everybody loved him. He's a sweet old man. What an insane idea. That that's I like, know. That's like me filming you uh, singing along to any rap song, and then exactly. you saying the N-word in your car, which everybody fucking does. Yes. You don't stop yourself when you're singing a rap song. I and then if I bed. film that at a stoplight, I can just upload that and be like, Get them. Well, the thing is, they sign a petition, and what that comes down to is people going, if I don't sign this, I'm fucked. Right, so then I'm racist. that's all that is. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, that's the perpetual thing, is like, if I if I said I sided with Piers Morgan, I'm racist. It's yeah. like, no, I'm not siding with Piers Morgan. I'm just saying, this seems a little fucked up to just call someone racist when they didn't say a racist phrase or word. Yes, yes, right? exactly. Exactly. But, 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 but they want to assign you to the... What is that? The high school code of conduct. If you're at the party, even if you're not drinking, you're in trouble. You know, mm. For, as athletes, if we didn't go get drunk, but we were at the party, yeah, I would get suspended and I'd miss two games. Right, right, right. But I was like, but I didn't have a drip of alcohol. So it doesn't matter. You were there. Yeah, and I get that rule. Whatever, it sucks, but it doesn't apply to everyone, and that's why it's annoying. Right. You know, like you hear, like, oh, this person did blackface in 1994, and. They everybody likes them, so they just kind of get away with it. A Fallon, yeah, and you're like, I don't want him to get in trouble either. I don't like canceling or anything like that, but like, but they're picking and choosing. They're picking and choosing. So right. that's if if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it all the way, right? You know, like you can't call Lena Dunham fat, but you can call Ted Cruz fat and Trump fat and Chris Christie fat. That's fine, right? Which I like fat jokes. I want to call everybody fat, <laughs> but don't say I can't call her fat. You've yeah. you've deemed this person inappropriate or or bad, so you just get to have the rules don't matter there because right. you deem them. Who right. who the fuck are you to deem? Right. I want to so deem. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. But it should be nothing. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if it was nothing. It'd be nice. That was maybe the nineties. Yeah. It was nothing. That was right. fun. Right. Right. Right after the Coke binge of the eighties, it kind yeah. of we kind of leveled out in the nineties and we're just doing our own thing. And it was also pre cell phone, pre social media. So you got beat up if you said, you know, I got beat up for saying crazy shit. Yeah. And that was just how it was. Yeah, I saw I saw a guy. Yeah. I remember kids getting hit for saying stupid shit to each other. Yeah. Racial shit. And then oh, you, yeah. you just get into a fight. And then it usually kind of was the beginning and the end of it. That was it. That yeah. was it. You got your head knocked in a little bit. Right. So what you're saying is we should be able to hit everybody that says something wrong. Oh, that's that'd Mark, be cool. Yeah. Men, be men women, show. everyone. We all yeah. got to fight. Get Howie Mandel on it. Hey, you said this. Have it out. Boom. That's <laughs> why UFC is like the most progressive thing on TV. Yeah, just fight. It's fighting. They hug after. It's men, women, every race, every country. It's great. Yeah. You do you Are you into the new regime of like the boxing world of the 
TikTok celebrities and all this shit. I think it's impressive. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. Like what Jake Paul is doing, he really skipped the line and people are mad about it, but it's like, uh, he kind of figured he, it out. He was chirping at DC Cormier. Do you, at I saw Danny that. Cormier. Do you know him? No, but he's a good, he's, yeah. a, he's a beast. What if they fought? I think DC, you can't fuck with him. You say that. I think he's Then I get good. scared to think about how, because how young that kid is. True, and he's not a bad boxer. He has some no, good technique. No, he's not. But also, I just think age sometimes, it's like he's so, he's got, DC is older. And he's, but he's not that, he still was killing Stipe. Yeah, but still, that kid is a kid. I, I, I know. You play, you play basketball? No. What, what sport do you play at all? Now? Yeah. I'm old. What could you do? What you, what you used to do? I mean, I skateboarded. Uh, I'd like a little volleyball, maybe some table tennis, foosball. <laughs> All right, none of these will apply. Air hockey. I was going to say, like, when I play basketball, my whole life is I play basketball, and I quit years and years ago. I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I like to run and work out a little bit. Same. Which is, sorry, this is why I came here after I went to the gym. I apologize for this. Good legs. Thanks, man. But I, I if I go back and play basketball now, it's disgusting. It's Hell embarrassing. yeah. I, uh, it's rude. I look dumb. Yeah. It's like I'm inf- I'm infringing on their fun. Right. So like, get this right. old white orange piece of shit. You know I what I mean? I get it. I, I was hooping it. in Raleigh and I told this story before, but man, this kid, this kid dunked on me so fucking hard. And I, what, that wasn't, it wasn't really on me because I didn't go up to contest. I was just down low. Yeah. And so I had like turned the last minute, you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, I was poster child at the moment, hardcore. Uh. And he hits me and the young kid, one of the kids like, man, you gonna let him dunk on you like that? And I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. 38. <laughs> yes, I am. What the fuck do you think this is? Dude, I right. have a whole life after this. Also, I didn't want him to. What do you mean let him? Right. Should I shoot him? What am but, I going to do here? But you realize the youth is like, it's just, that's why I think of that. When I saw them chirping, I thought, because DC is a great dude. I met him through Joe and uh, he's a bad motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So no disrespect to him. I was just saying, I wonder what would happen though, because it's a pretty good match. I'm down. I hope they do it. I don't, but DC's got too much integrity. Probably, yeah. He doesn't want to, you know what I mean? Like those guys, especially now that he's partially a face of the UFC, I don't think he wants to do that shit. And he's only going to lose, it's a lose-lose. You beat the guy, that's the problem. big deal, you lose, you lose. That's, that's to me, that's the, that's becoming a problem. It's is like, like fighting a they, woman. They can call you out. Well, you win some, some part of it you win. Because you All get right. the satisfaction of the pop. Yeah, that's true. No, that I think it's, uh, the more that these young um famous people call out other people in their realms mm. the people they're calling out it only makes them look bad you think yeah it's because like jake paul knocking out people but the ben Askren thing it worked out for him for ben no for jake oh no i'm saying it only makes the guys they call out look bad like oh, like ben Askren. yeah yeah good even point, if good he point. wins then you're like well so what yeah it's a, i just think it's a bad move it's a money play it's a good payday. But also, Ben Askren's bo- You and I are in better shape than Askren was going into that fight. That was bad. He really was doughy. weird. I wanted to push his stomach and go, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was beyond doughy, though. It just looked... Um, it looked like he was doing it as a message a little bit. It was yes. looked like he was like, oh, fuck you. I'll, you know what? I'm going to eat fast food every day. I'm going to look worse. Until we fight. Because he yeah. never was like that. That no. was a weird shape for him. That was kooky. Even beyond coming out of surgery, I understand that that's a part of it. But I was just like, mm, yeah, melted it, candle. It's a little weird. That was like dude. comedy body. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. like comedy body. <laughs> like when you go swimming with a bunch of comics, you're like, oh, look at that, Joe oh. DeRosa looks like ass. And you go, I'm not bad. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, you go, I'm not bad. Yeah, Joe DeRosa, don't say that, dude. Don't say that. He'll come get you. No, he's drinking somewhere. I'm you fine. know what he's up to, by the way. Oh, we shouldn't even talk about Sal Volcano Pod. <laughs> Well, those two They're guys. They're killing yeah, it. Yeah, those two. Well, it, Sal's got a pod with uh, DeStefano, too. I know. It's like and your clean. Pod, and your pod's great. 
Oh, thank you. Thank it's you. Very, very good. Thanks. We're finally cooking a little bit. It's yeah. Like, you know, New York is 12 years behind you Jews out here. It's yeah. bananas. Yeah. Well, it should be. Well, we're the we, sellouts. We're the losers. We're the guys you guys talk shit about. No, we just focused on the stand-up. We're the sellouts. All right, I'll, you said it. You get that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we loved. We wanted to focus on the stand-up too. We just. Uh, I think the difference of New York and L.A. inherently was money. We were okay with fame. We were okay with uh, doing extracurriculars for money. Yeah, and we obviously we do it now. So you kind of yeah, we showed you the way. Did it first. And, but also to be fair. To us, you guys, you assholes got paid real money to do comedy. We never did out here. Oh, like at clubs. Yeah, so that's what's annoying is New York comics are like, oh, you can't just do just comedy. It's like, no, bitch, we were getting $15 a set. We couldn't live out mm, here. You, you cocksuckers could go do five sets and make what? Well, what on a really good night could someone make? Doing on a sets? weekend, you could make, you know, six, $700. Yeah, go fuck yourself. We never made that money. And, that, really? and I'm talking, even at the, even the guys that were make, that were like the top, they're only making a couple hundred at the main room shows on the weekend, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the shows, dude, you're making chump change. Yeah, well, I gotta say though, I did those Tripoli shows a few times. You get like a four dollar check. Yeah, that was a shocker. Yeah, that was nice, and a bag of weed that would last you a month. The, the bag, yeah. So when the when those shows came around, when the producers started coming around, it started to change the game for us. Yeah. But but up until then, dude, my whole career, we we made no fucking money. Yeah. We I made, n- I mean, no money. And I used to do the improv. You get a check for like eleven eighty eight. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what is this they, number? Yeah, they take taxes out. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, and you couldn't, you couldn't pay me out of the pocket with this. Some so cash? they started paying cash at some point, but they also, this is these 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 corporations don't want to get clipped by taxes, mm. so they want you to to take the brunt of the tax joke. Damn. Of course. What do you mean? They don't fucking. They don't like you. Take the brunt of everything. That's why these comics get fucking bitter at the when they make it because they're like, fuck you, you screwed me for years. I'm taking the door. Well, that is an interesting conversation. I just had with someone that i don't want to mention who we both know we can talk after but mm. a big comic who i said this is why guys are ruthless with taking the door yeah because for so many years <clears throat> you realize when you do math and you realize what clubs are getting and you're not getting oh yeah you start to go wow this is fucking crazy i know it's crazy so and then there's guys like garland i had jeff on here jeff because he's so rich was like get, he's gonna donate money to the back to the clubs because of you know, because of the pandemic, he's like, I want some of them to survive. And I said, that's nice. He goes, you should do it. I go, no, uh, <laughs> oh, I need the money. What do you mean? Yeah. I, 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 for years, we didn't make any of the money for the total. Clubs. I mean, you'd lose money. You'd get, you get 500 bucks a weekend, but you had to fly there. You slept on a friend's couch. Then you Duff. bought drinks all night. You got the left side of the menu shit. I mean, right. it was hell. Right. And then sometimes they didn't make you pay. Remember places that are like, you have to pay for the meal. You're like, oh. I have to pay for the fucking $6 cheeseburger. You really want to charge me for that shit? I did a gig. It was one of my first headlining gigs, Youngstown, Ohio shit room there's 11 people there whatever and i'm like well, well i'm headlining now i'll get a, I'll get a nice meal at least fuck this the hotel sucks the club sucks the manager sucks but i'll get a meal <laughs> so i go what do i get and the guy goes you got to get the swordfish and i go great bring it on he goes you know there's a good wine that pairs well i was like well, bring on the wine so i must have had like five glasses of wine i got the swordfish i got a dessert he gives me the check it was like 280 <laughs> like what do you you upsold me <laughs> i was trying to i work here i'm the headliner and i had to pay for it you did i paid what could i do you could tell him to go fuck himself. He was paying me later in the week. I needed it. But nothing, really. That was probably your whole check. It was half of it, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Dude. I know. It was crazy, but I was like, man, showbiz is tough. Those days were losing money, when I used to lose money, was really heartbreaking. Yeah. I, bro- I had an emotional breakdown in the car. I was driving, doing a triple run out here, and I had an emotional breakdown. I pulled over the side off of fucking Reno. I was on my way to Montana. I just broke down, man. Whoa. I couldn't do it anymore because I barely had enough to have gas to get up there. Oh. And I just was losing it. Mentally, I was just... Steer- and also, it came on the heels of I got I had gotten a speeding ticket. I got pulled oh, over. Oh, 
yeah. takes everything you got, those speeding tickets. Oh, and You're I was begging with, please, I please. I did. I begged him so bad. Yeah. I go, I'm just a comedian. I'm just going up to Boise or whatever, wherever I was. Wherever I was going, oh Billings, Montana. Like I've never show. heard of you. Like no shit. That's yeah. why I'm broke. Yeah, that's why there's four different wheels on this Hyundai Sonata. No <laughs> shit, you've never fucking heard of me. These yeah. are all stolen from different uh, different fucking body shops. <laughs> I'm riding on the donut. You know about those, you pig? <laughs> now leave me be. I gotta go bomb in Let Montana. Me be pig. I did. I did. Went eight shit in my in my. And they remember when they were doing lie credits? When they're like, you seen yes, this guy? <laughs> yes, lie credits. <laughs> it's like Comedy Central, HBO, ABC, yeah. NBC. It's like you've been on nothing. You've been nothing. on nothing. And YouTube wasn't even around, so you had nothing to even fake it to prove it. I remember I called my mom crying once, asking her for five. I need. I was like, I need five hundred bucks. I can't pay the rent. I yada yada yada. And we don't do that in my family. Same. Like, there's no asking yeah. for help uh-uh. or or showing emotion. And it was it it was tough. And she was like, Take it, Jesus. Right. Like get out of here. You, you fucking were so loser. desperate. Yeah, that's how bad it was. You know, it was New York. It was freezing cold. I'm living in a shit box with rats. It was hell. And now look at you. Fancy, famous. Here I am with my Hyundai Valester. Valest- M- Hyundai Molester? Yeah. <laughs> I got the Honda Diddler. The Honda Diddler outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncle Honda. Um, uh, people should check out, by the way, just plug, just for fun. Oh, people should check thanks. out Tuesdays with Stories. Uh, yeah. It's a great show. Thank you. And you do it with the handicapped kid. What's that kid's name who's handicapped that you do it with? Uh, Josh name? Blue. Josh Blue. Oh, uh, Joe List. Joe List. <laughs> I love Joe List. Yeah. And we do. I know we do another one with Sam Marill called We Might Be Drunk because we're the last guys boozing in this business. Me too. Me too. We didn't drink today. We should have drank because we're early in the morning here. We should have yeah. told the fans that uh, usually we drink on the show and I have a plethora of booze that just got sent to me. I have more booze up there than... I could ever imagine. Great selection, by the way. As, as a booze hound, I can tell you. This we is got some really, really good stuff that got sent to me. Some of that's private barrel selection. Uh, yeah. That Blanton's, you know, that's a little trick, a little trick to give you about Blanton's, the one that's wrapped up in the fishnet stock and looking mm. like a little whore, a little yeah. round whore there. Yeah. These things are impossible to find oh, yeah? uh, at liquor stores typically because they just, they sell out so fast. So the trick for people listening, for you as well, grocery stores. Ah, go to grocery stores. Not liquor store. No, man. Liquor stores, they sell out way too fast. You go to a grocery store and you'll find these things usually hidden with all the high... The, you, know, the, you know, they put them with champagne. Oh, wow. You know when people buy like a, a Dom and you know they always have like Vouv in a glass case. Almost always, they'll have a couple of different kinds mm. of whiskey. They'll usually have like a Whistle Pig that's a 15 year. They'll have a Blanton's. They'll have like, uh, then they'll put like Weller in there maybe. Mm. It's interesting to find out which grocery stores are keen with good whiskey so i'll go around sometimes if i've got like a day down yeah. and i'm running errands and i'll just go look at grocery stores and see which which ones carry good shit damn because the local liquor stores the, the here's what really happens it's a sham like everything else they call their buddies that are whiskey guys mm-hmm. and they're like you know what we're getting in on tuesday so they come they oh, buy it yeah oh interesting and 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 bars and distributors they get them first anyway so they get right. first picking so any of your buddies that own local bars and shit they, they have all the connects damn so for joe schmo losers I got to go fishing for it so I can find the good stuff. But it's grocery stores. That's the tip. Don't go to liquor stores. Damn. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. Always go to grocery stores. Always. Yeah. Uh, uh, next time you do come out, we will start boozing again. I know I'm sad we couldn't get I a drink like today. I would like to. But this is called the Whiskey Ginger, and uh, we should have. We did Did we drink? We got to drink when we were in Lewis's when we did it first, did we? Uh, I think we had a sip. Yeah, we had a couple of sips. But I've been back there. on the road, and it's so nice being in that green room. And, you know, you, you got two shows. You, you, the second show goes well, so you have that tequila or that whiskey or that scotch. And then you the second show, you're a little looser. Oh, and yeah. And the crowd's a little drunk, and you're kind of matching your drunkness. And you do the whole, hey, can I get one more on stage? And they bring it to you, and the crowd loves it, and you shoot it. 
Now you take shots from crowd from people from the crowd if they bring you if they send you up one. Well, I learned from a uh, skilled booze bag comedian that uh, he'll get a water sent up in a shot glass. So he's like, and they're yeah. like, "Oh my god, he's bananas!" You know, he's crazy. Right. So I do a lot of that. I don't do. Uh, I, I tell them not to bring me the shot because I'm always like, I already have a full drink. I, I don't know. also need the shot if I have a full drink. Well, we drink liquor, so we we have a full cup of shots. Yeah, we don't need uh, another shot. Another sidecar shot. Do you now? Will you not drink for the first show? I try not to. Really? Because the second show, I once I start drinking, I can't stop. So by the second show, I'm like, what was I saying? Oh, man, the fucking Jews, I'll tell you. And I'm, <laughs> I like, go off the rails, so I got to just be a good boy and hang tight. That's how Mitch was uh, when the last time I saw Mitch Hedberg before he died was- You saw him? Right before he died, Whoa. literally. So he did Tempe. I saw him at the Tempe Improv, and then he went back to the East Coast, and then that's uh, he died on the East Coast, I think, when he did a couple of shows, maybe in Jersey or something like that. But mm. um, Jersey will kill you. That's Scott Geraldo. That's what. Well, yeah, I've been in that hotel. I think I've been in the room. Whoa, Stress Factory. Yeah, hotel? baby. I've been there. I mean, that's it's <laughs> scary too. There's like a church across the street. You're like, yes, Ooh, it's looming right there. Oh boy. Which is where you and I wouldn't belong, by the way. You got that right. After we died, but uh, but yeah, I saw Mitch right before he died, and I got to tell you, man, was it the worst? It was the worst I've ever seen a guy that I love do. Because mm. I loved him, man, and I was like, it was terrible. He was mumbling and stumbling, mm. and I think he did twenty eight minutes. I count. I remember counting. Damn. He did twenty eight. He stood up there for a little bit while, a little longer, and people started to kind of leave, yeah. or they would get up to go to the 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 bar, the bar you know. Mm. And uh, fuck, it was so weird. Well, it just gets sad, you know. Sometimes you're like, "You suck, fuck you," but with him, it was like, "This is kind of bad, and we gotta go." Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like a, a the Apollo. It wasn't like boo. Yeah. No, it was so like awkward. This and then, is a broken man. Yeah, watching. and the rumblings, the conversation started oh. to happen. Like, which is the worst when they start when you hear people going, "Who's he? Who's going? Who's going?" Who's yeah, going? when and, they're not mean, there's concern. Yes, that's that's, that's, when that's when truly fucked. what it was. But I remember standing in the back watching and thinking. Um, it was, it's literally like watching, you know, when they say, you know, you meet your heroes and they're like a, 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 an asshole to somebody in public. It felt the same way when you're like, oh no, this is not how people need to see you. Cause I know who you really are. Yeah. Um, but he was, you know, I don't know. He was one of the guys that I, that I was like, oh, he'll be embedded into my mind as one of the best of all time. Man, I wish I could have seen him. He was phenomenal. Who was the guy that, who was the guy that for you, you loved when you were like a college age? Probably Chris Rock. That Chris Rock, uh, bring the pain. The black guy? bigger and blacker. Yeah, yeah, that that I know it back to front. That like moved me. Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, I didn't know comedy could be like this. Yeah. You know, the N word versus black people and all that shit, and just the pacing. And he was like a skinny guy. Who was that was... bullet control? Yes. Oh, yes. God, that Layaway, was such a good joke. Control, oh, such a good shit. joke. That's three on three with a half court. He did all the Columbine stuff. He did the 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 Clinton stuff, and it was great. Chappelle's was great. Killed him softly. But Carlin was big for me, just like the the CDs. I would just listen to him. Yeah, I liked I liked Carlin a lot, but I didn't like Carlin for his. Carlin didn't make me laugh like Rock made me laugh. Carlin yeah. made me think a lot. I was always oh, like, yeah. God, this is so clever. It was more like, it was more. It was like admiring like a nice car to me. It was like, wow, this is fucking incredible. It it's was it was never brilliant. Ha, ha, ha to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He you made know? great points, and he had a good. He was listenable. You're like, oh, that's good. I like that. It was all. He made like me poetry. feel stupid in a good way. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he like, was also fucked up. Like he would say slurs and pussy farts and this and right, that. Right. So he had it all. Right. That's what he, I like. He was. He was probably. Uh, so if he's on your Mount Rushmore, is that your Mount Rushmore? Oh you'd say yeah. Him? Oh yeah. Those two. For Chappelle, sure. Rock, him. Probably Rock, Carlin. I gotta say, maybe Rodney. I love Rodney. Really? And then I love Groucho. I'm a weirdo. I'm old school. No, Rodney's great. What do you mean? 
Well, Groucho's, Groucho's probably pretty unusual for someone in our age range. He's just so good. I mean, he's first of all, he's Woody Allen and Bill Cosby's idol. So that says a lot. Not that those guys are the, the Both good of, guys. Both good yeah. guys. Mark <laughs> loves what they do, not yeah. what they made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both good cats. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. He kind of started a lot of it. Like Bill Murray's kind of doing Groucho. Then Vin Vaughn is kind of doing Groucho. Like he's that guy. He sure. was the first one to have that snarky kind of quick wit zinger. Who are you doing? I'm doing Groucho. You think so? Oh, yeah. Big yeah. time. But Seinfeld was big, but the show, when I saw the show, it blew my mind. Yeah. Like, in the, I would watch it with my parents, and they hate everything, and they like that, and I liked it, and that meant a Are lot. you and Jerry friendly? Yeah, we text probably, you know, once every two weeks. Wow. Yeah, yeah, pretty so, good. Is that something that you, like, you, you, you step you back and you go, pic, wow, that's kind of weird. I've gotten a text from him. That's every time, about the range. Every time I get a dick Every time you get a dick pic, I get a Jerry text. Do you and Jerry text like that ever? Yeah, one dick pic. He's uncircumcised, which I couldn't believe. What time? <laughs> Wait a minute. For, for, is there ever a moment that he he's very is he very playful and joking, or the text a little bit serious? They're pretty cut and dry. You yeah, know, he's yeah, old. Yeah. He's business, and yeah. I've tried to be playful, and he'll give me like a ha, and I'm like, I'll take it. But then there's times he doesn't respond, and you want to kill yourself. Right, you want to kill yourself. Yeah, I mean, you just your your whole night is consumed with like, oh, that last one. Why did I do that? And then I've done some before. Where I'm like, you shouldn't send this. Ah, and I sent it, and it turned out okay. So right. sometimes I took a risk and it worked out, and sometimes it was horrible. Right. Was he a hero at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. See, the, see he wasn't for me. I don't, and I don't mean a disrespect. I just, he never was, I loved the show, but yeah. not, as the comedian wasn't the thing that I loved. I loved the show so much. Well, I think he's uh, so important because when we when we imitate stand-up, we're doing him, which is, a that's a testament. You know, like, what's the deal? Uh, you know, mm -hmm. that's him. Right. So that's got to say a lot. Yeah. And to, so, to some degree. He's then, got some stuff, too, that's pretty poignant. Like, yeah. I, I took a speech class in college, and he had a uh, quote in the book that said, uh, this is one of his old jokes. Love this joke. Number one fear in America is public speaking. Number two is death. Death is number two. That means at a funeral, you'd rather be in the coffin yeah, than giving the eulogy. Yeah, I remember that joke. Yeah. Come on! That's great! Yeah, that's good. Oh, come on. It's good. I know. <laughs> you. If I know. you. I know. You love him. I just... He was never the guy that clicked for me. I, I liked more raw, more dirty, more sure. edgy, more fucked up. I mean, I love Geraldo a ton. Love I Geraldo. I just like people that like really just were a little bit uh, expose, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like in the way that Louis was just kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll bleed out for you. I'll yes. just give you all of my dirtiness. Love that. But what about uh, Gaffigan or, or Regan? I mean, these guys are great. So I love them too. But or it, it never connected with me the same oh, way. Oh, okay. Because I grew up in an Irish Catholic, loud, dirty, cussy, gross, mm. in, uh, inappropriate world. Yeah. Everyone was kind of up to no good. I gotcha. So you know what I mean? Everyone had something bullshit to say. And there was always, people just kind of told the dirty dirty truth of it all. And I like that a little bit. I more. like that too. And that's kind of what we do. But I can still, I feel like I can No, respect. I appreciate the fuck out of it. But yeah, I just, I, what, what, what really clicked with me, I guess, was always like sure. filth. I always clicked with filth. That's why I don't love the Rushmore thing, because everybody's got their own thing. You know, the, you know, we try to put these are the top four, top right. five, but it's, it's, impossible. it's different for everybody. Oh, it's impossible. We still have to name a lady. Uh, oh, oh, I mean, Joan Rivers is fucking. Oh, Rivers. Rivers Good is one. funnier than ninety percent of the people working today. I mean, Good point. She, she's incredible. She, the way that she, okay, again, though, another person that was dirty that I, I like. Filthy. I just like that she was like, "Fuck you." I don't care that yeah. you don't like it. It's coming out of a girl's mouth. But yeah. she did it with such, um, her quips were so smart. I know. I and know. it wasn't she just was like mind pussy. Yeah. In the same way that girls are like guys are talking about their dick, you're like, I know so many female comedians, and all they do is like my fucking pussy, my tit. Totally. At least with her. 
She threw wonderful curveballs. And there's a mm. lot of women comics that do it today. I think Rachel Feinstein's fucking hilarious. Oh, she's great. I mean, there's a lot of women comics that do that same thing. Glazer's got some jokes. Glazer's like, on, Man, Glazer's on fire. Killer. She yeah. has that joke, one of my favorite jokes. She goes, I hate the N-word that lives next door to me. <laughs> I mean, that's a great joke. And it's sounds so like quick. a Mark Norman joke, by the way. Maybe that's why I like it. It sounds like but you. It's a brilliant joke. I spent this whole podcast not doing my impression of you, which I do. Uh, I've heard it. 1,800 people sent it to me, I and I heard. find it flattering, and I'd like for you to, we got to end it with that, at we least. We have to end it with that. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you take us out with one word or one phrase like we always do. I always say, I walk away, you say one word or one phrase, but this time, you're going to say a phrase, and I'll say it, and I'll repeat the same phrase into the camera as you. All right. I'm Kevin Hart. Queef it up, baby. All right. I'm Kevin Hart. Queef it up, baby. Wow. That's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Man, <laughs> seeing you do it, I really hate myself. <laughs> you, you, this, this is Mark, my favorite, Marcus. Hey, I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> that's my out. I love you. Thank you for coming. Thank Watch you, Tuesdays with Stories. Are you on the road? I'm on the road every weekend till fucking Hanukkah. Okay, so go to marknorman.com or wh wherever his Mark website is. Marknormancomedy.com. Marknormancomedy.com. We'll put it in the description below. And check go out to lunch him. on YouTube. Uh, check out uh, Tuesday with Stories and check out We uh, Might Be Drunk. We Might Be Drunk. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Praise Allah. Praise Allah. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like that. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers.